Well, Merry Christmas, friends. Welcome to Emmaus Church community at our brand new theater. Well, it's new to us anyway. Uh, we don't get to move in here for a couple more months, but we, um, I'm excited that we get to gather here today. We'll move in at the beginning of April. So thank you for joining us this morning uh, for our first Christmas morning uh, worship gathering. Um, I'd like to share two reasons for our gathering today. There are actually a whole lot of reasons for our gathering today. Let me just share the two primary core reasons for our gathering. First, we come together this morning to worship God. That's why we're here. We're here to sing praises to God. We're here to adore God. We're here to express our gratitude to God. We're here to praise the Lord, to express our adoration and our love for God. One significant way that I can improve on my personal worship of God my individual worship of God, is to join it with your worship of God. When an individual worships God, it is good and right and beautiful. This is what I was created to do. But when this individual joins with another individual, and we worship God together, and then we join with another individual and another individual, and together we can come together, this becomes even better even more good, if you can say that, even more beautiful, even more right. So together as a community, united in spirit with those all around the world this morning who are proclaiming the glory of God, and not just that, but throughout history, past and future, together in worshiping the Lord this morning, this Christmas morning, we are, we are giving God the gift that he deserves, which is our unified worship of him. It is our united expression of worship, and that's what this is about. So we gather on this Christmas Sunday morning primarily to worship God together. Maybe, raise your hand if you exchanged gifts last night or early this morning. Anybody got plans for after church? We're going to exchange gift after church. Okay, good. You guys are just sleeping in, taking it easy this morning, right? Good. Our gift to God, friends... Our gift to God is our wholehearted, united worship of him. This is the first reason for our gathering this morning. And here's the second big reason that we come together. It is to receive God's love for us. To receive it. To receive it. To take it in. To embrace it. Both for us corporately as a community and for us personally. And yes, I mean you individually you. In other words, this morning is about the giving and the receiving of gifts. That's what it's about. God gives to us. We give back to God. And God always gives to us. Here's the challenge, though. Here's what's challenging about this. Here's what's difficult. God has been giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving love since before the dawn of humanity. And historically, what's difficult is we've had a really hard time accepting it. We've had a really challenging time embracing it. Have you ever seen the birth of a baby? 
Have you ever experienced the waiting and the worrying and the wondering, will this baby ever come? Some of you have seen the pain. Some of you have witnessed the labor. You know the intensity at some degree, at some level, of those final few moments before the birth. And some of you have felt it. Some of you know it. You know it personally. You know it physically. You know it deeply personally. The expectations. You know the longings. You know the hope that is not just emotional, but it's physical. You know the effort. You know that. You experience the pain. And you have experienced that moment of absolute focus when literally nothing else matters. Literally. Nothing else matters when it's all worth it, when time stops, when birth is given. Isn't it interesting that's the phrase we use? She gave birth. You know the power and you know the wonder of the moment when new life enters the world as a gift. And the gift is not just the experience or the existence of life, the gift is a person. The gift is personal. The gift is a living person. The gift is real. It's personal. You can know him. He can know you. You can love her. She will love you. We think of gifts as things wrapped in packages or pulled out of stockings, or every year there's the commercial of the brand new car in the driveway, right, with a big red bow around it. All those gifts, they just pale in comparison to the gift of a child. We're talking about a whole nother level of gift when we talk about the gift of a child, when we talk about the gift that comes through birth. Now, since the very beginning of time, God has been giving. He's been giving and he's been giving and he's been giving. And very specifically, he's been giving his love. He gave his love through creation. He gave his love through calling people into relationship like Abraham. He gave his love through messengers of his called prophets. He gave his love through leaders and through kings, through acts of deliverance, through acts of uh, provision. Since the beginning of recorded time, God has been giving his love to people, and people have always had a hard time accepting it, have always had a hard time embracing God's gift. And then, in a final, ultimate act of love, God gives his gift of love to the world in the form of a baby. God's own son, born as a baby, to personify, to make flesh and blood, to live a real life, to live and breathe, to eat and drink, to cry and to laugh, and to communicate God's love to the world. God's gift of love, God's gift for us. Jesus' disciple John put it like this, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and his only son. It's probably the most familiar verse in the Bible. The birth of Christ is probably the most familiar story in the Bible, and yet we still have such a hard time accepting it, such a hard time embracing it for us, for ourselves. Friends, the point of this story and the point of Christmas morning is to communicate God's love to us, to you, to be 
and as, as clear and precise and perfectly frank as I can be, you are the beloved of God. You are God's beloved. This entire communication throughout the history of the world culminates in an expression of love, not just for the world, but for every individual in the world. You are the beloved of God. This is the single most important thing you will ever hear. It is the single most important thing I will ever hear. God loves you. This can summarize the message of every revealed act of God throughout human history. God's effort to communicate this single truth. You are the beloved of God. God loves you. You are God's beloved. May you receive the gift of God's love for you this morning. May you truly and deeply and personally embrace God's gift for you today. Friends, love has come. Love is here. May we receive it. May we rejoice in it. May we embrace it. And may praise be given to God. Let's pray together. Pray, Holy Spirit, you'd pull this story from the pages of history and it would just become profoundly personal now. That every person here would know you're not excluded from this. This is directed at them. Your love is for us. It's for me. It's for each of us. May we, by your power, your grace, please, new grace is what we need. New mercy for a new day, a new perspective a new willingness, a new openness to receive the love of God for us today. Thank you for the gift of Christ. We thank you, Jesus, for coming. Love here and now. Amen. 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 Friends, I want to invite you to stand up for a minute. We won't move around because there's no room to, but if you, would you stand up with me for a minute and just greet those right around you? Offer them peace this morning, a Merry Christmas. May the peace of Christ be always with you. Thank you. Greet one another with the peace of Christ. And then I'd invite the ushers to come forward, please.